Hello, everybody. Welcome to the podcast. My name is Mark Rayshap, and this is Another Bottle Down. Uh, it's also a radio show that broadcasts in Austin, Texas on 91.7 FM, so maybe you check it out there. And I really thank you for checking out the podcast. Of course, uh, subscribing in the iTunes store. Stitcher always is really handy to get updates as far as whenever we post new interviews and cool content. So subscribe and, and also give us a nice rating in the iTunes store. It really helps out. Uh, today's show is a little bit shorter than most. Uh, we have an interview with Will Blunt, who is managing editor of Star Chefs magazine, and he's going to be telling us all about the Rising Stars Award that they that they have in Austin, Texas, happening December 13th. That's tomorrow, so you might be listening to this afterwards, but don't worry, you'll still have some fun listening. And uh, we'll also hear from Stephen Dilley, who is the honored sommelier. He has chosen wines to be paired with all 18 of the courses that the various chefs and other industry professionals have uh, have chosen and, and have de- designed for this particular event. So we talk with Stephen. We we get his passion about uh, we get his passion about all kinds of wine: Beaujolais, Spanish wines, Sherry. Uh, he has um, he is of course the owner of Bufalina and has one of the r- really cool wine lists in town that's really approachable, but really eclectic and fun. Um, so uh, always like talking with Stephen. Huge shout out to Wines from Spain, who is the the wine sponsor, and uh, and also to the Austin Food and Wine Alliance. They are uh, the beneficiaries. So uh, Star Chefs donates a portion of the profits to the Austin Food and Wine Alliance. So uh, that's always wonderful to hear of our local organizations being honored. Well, let's dig right into it. We start off with Will Blunt talking about star chefs and the rising stars of Austin and San Antonio. Thank you for having me in and... Thank you to your audience for including me. Yeah, absolutely. We love to have out-of-towners, and you guys are a, a publication where you highlight uh, chefs from all around the the country and, and all of innovation in the beverage and restaurant world, uh, but then you, ch- you choose to come to various cities around the U.S. It's wonderful. Tell us about Star Chefs. So we're an industry publication. We launched in 95, the very early days on the internet. And our purpose uh, evolved, I think, very, like, we're very purposeful in our mission, which is to support folks in the industry. And we do that by highlighting best practices across the country. So one of the things that distinguishes us is that we actually visit everyone that we write about and everyone that we feature. Wow. Um, so we do about 600-plus visits a year, organized into four markets. Wow. And and so I, I really look forward to digging into the differences of those markets and the, how you see the culinary world changing around us. Uh, what what does Austin kind of mean to you? And, and as you've been here interviewing chefs and sommeliers and, uh, and, and beverage people, what does it mean to you? So we're here for our Rising Stars Awards, which is uh, uh, basically uh, we're betting on and, and placing... Uh, highlighting folks that are leading the industry and we believe will be the future of the industry. So in picking the cities that we visit, we're looking for cities that have uh, great new talent that are doing things not just at an amazing level locally, but would be models for uh, how how to do things well across the country. And Austin stands out. It's 
grown so much since we came here first in 2012 for Rising Stars. Right. And, and, and that growth is incredible to see. And, and uh, not only are we seeing it here on the ground floor in Austin, but it's getting eyes from national folks like you, right? It is. And it's electric. And uh, it, when we visited, it was in its nascent stages in 2012. And now, you know, coming here, there's, uh, there are really so many exciting things, including the wine scene, which right. is very cool. And Austin has a casual approach to a lot of things takes things very seriously, but also I think in the wine world, we've seen a lot of fun uh, dressing down and uh, taking the juice seriously and the experience seriously, but making it accessible. So, And is that more particular to Austin or do you see that, is that a trend across the nation? No, I think Austin's confidence, I think it takes confidence. You have to have confidence in your culinary scene. You have to have confidence in what you're doing to be able to dress stuff down. Yeah, and uh, and then present what you're doing, and I don't think that uh, no, every city doesn't have that going on. Yeah, awesome. Well, uh, Stephen, I might bring you in here because you've been on the show before. Uh, if folks want to hear that interview of us talking a little bit more about Bufalina, they can go to coop.org/slash/another-bottle-down, and there's a link to the archive there. And also, I should say, as you're following along, uh, you can read all about uh, what what Will Blunt has going on with, at StarChefs.com. And uh, and then and then will the link directly for this gala is starchefs.com slash rising stars forward slash forward slash rising stars. Stephen, do you agree with this kind of laid back nature? I mean, your restaurant, Bufalina, which you have the Cesar Chavez location and also the Burnett Road location, you do pure ingredients. You do almost simple cuisine, but the flavors are so fresh and so pure. And your wine list is approachable it's fun and uh and and but it's still super high quality do you kind of agree with that is that your your take on things yeah hey mark it's good to be back um yeah i think will makes a good point um that you know the you know for us the list kind of grew naturally like we didn't have a big plan um when we opened in fact i think when we opened the first restaurant we had maybe 20 wines at the time and, you know, but even then it was something in this super casual environment that, that I do recall, hey, we're going to get good stems. We're going to focus on proper wine service, but it's, it's going to be, you know, something casual about it. And, um, you know, over the past four, four and a half years, um, the list has kind of taken a, a life of its own. But at the same time, our approach to it you know, hasn't really changed. Right, right. Yeah. I, I love that idea as far as simplicity, but but really high quality. And all of the folks on the floor really know what what kind of you are mastermining with the list. And uh, how often does it, it change? And is that an excitement for you? It changes all the time. And it's, it's really exciting. And it's, you know, it's not just me at this point. I mean, we have a great support staff and their input into the wine list is essential. But you know, we get new wines every week. Um, right. You know, we, we probably 86 some wines every week. So it's it's a pretty continuous thing. So we'll sit down on Wednesday or Friday, kind of go over the new stuff, print, get them out there. But it's a lot of fun and it, it keeps it fresh for us. And it also keeps it fresh for some of our regular diners. Absolutely. Absolutely. So um, when so you were you were chosen to pick all of the wines and, and the pairings for this, the upcoming Star Chefs and the Rising Stars Gala. 
what what was going through your head? I mean, can you kind of talk us through a little bit of your philosophy on, you know, just just in, in general pairings? I mean, sure. I mean, you know, my initial reaction was a little overwhelming just because right. it's I think it ended courses. up being about eighteen, and it you know it coincided with uh, with my honeymoon at the time. So you know, I was out of pocket for most of the time. But um, you know, thankfully, I have I have pretty good relationships with uh, with most of the chefs. Um, who won. And so, you know, basically from abroad, just had quite a bit of back and forth via email, um, trying to get a sense of, you know, what, how the dishes would actually play out, how they taste. And then from there kind of, uh, you know, figure out what made sense from a pairing standpoint. Right. I mean, there's such a broad amount of styles. And I think, Will, to your credit, you know, and and, and the team's credit that, you know, you have, uh, so just to list a few of the chefs that, that made the rank, you know, uh, Kimuri Tatsuya, uh, and, and that must have been really fun to be pairing with this uh, Japanese um, kind of uh, barbecue place. And, uh, and Adam Brick from Vino Vino. We've got Kevin Fink from Emmer and Rye. And then, of course, the Olame team I mean what what were what what was the first thing that kind of struck you as like I'm super excited about this well it's it's tough the menu is I mean if you read through the menu it's just it's pretty ridiculous um, you know I was I was in Spain at the time when I was going through this and so it's funny the first time I actually pulled up um, the menus it was uh, Brian and Ben over at salt and time were right, at, the, yeah. at the top of the list um, you know and they do amazing charcuterie at the shop and you know we'd been drinking a lot of fino sherry at the time and hitting a lot of tapas places and so I was like, if I can get a Manzanilla Sherry in, that's, you know, that's going to be a great match, um, you know, which we ended up doing. Um, but it was, I mean, the... the tell the, us a little yeah. bit about that. I mean, uh-huh. folks don't really understand Manzanilla all that sure. well. And so tell us about that and why it really goes well with the Salt and Thyme team. So it's, um, it's a dry sherry. It's a fino sherry. The wine ages under floor yeast. So it, it, you know, it gets this, in Manzanilla in particular, it gets this salinity. They just pair really well with, um, you know, charcuterie, olives, almonds, that right, kind of thing. I it's know. just it's just a perfect combination. It, it puts me on uh, in Andalusia in the south of Spain eating olives and 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 some nuts and uh, and charcuterie of course right so very uh, yeah very cool um will you know so we should mention this and and uh, Stephen brought up a good point that it's not just the chefs right tell us some other categories that sure. that they get awards and and are noted for doing particular innovative things yeah so we've evolved to highlight artisans we've like started at the center obviously with chefs but we We've made a big commitment. Our name is a little misleading. Star chefs. We're not about stardom necessarily, right? And uh, we're not just about chefs, but that's the name that we. It's our legacy. And uh, <clears throat> but what we found is that you know, as the restaurant industry has evolved, the producers and artisans uh, in and around um, all of these restaurants that's you know are so critical to the fabric of uh, each local restaurant industry. Um, we've been highlighting them. Yeah. Uh, we, we've always understood the importance of beverage, not just for like the full, you know, uh, hospitality experience, but also for profit <laughs> <laughs> when it can be had. Um, and so we try to diversify. So we, we recognize a couple of bartenders, uh, Assam in this case, that curates the pairings for the, for the event. Yeah. Um, but then we'll also have some, uh, wonderful coffee from Wild Gift. Wow. Um, yeah. So. 
So a little bit of everything, right? Lead us through, you know, give us, paint us the picture. So it's at, um, again, it's at, it's tomorrow, Wednesday, uh, at, um, the fair market venue, which is Mm -hmm. a super cool venue. Uh, Lead us through, um, how, what, what the experience will Mm be. I mean, Mm -hmm. is it station oriented? Is Mm -hmm. it sit down oriented? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So, uh, you know, having done this, it's our 59th, we've refined the, the formula. Um, we think we've come to something that works pretty well and, uh, it's a it it starts with a 45 minute VIP reception. If you happen to be a VIP uh, a ticket holder, you can experience kava. Uh, it's really a tasting of multiple kavas. Wow! And uh, sturia cav- caviar, which is a sustainable caviar from Bordeaux. Yeah. Um, and those are bites. Uh, Joe over at um, Vox Table composed bites with sturia caviar. So that's a quick 45 minutes to a painful start to the night. And then we uh, we do we do what we try to maybe try to make as quick and painless an award ceremony as possible, and that's a quick, just thirty minute award ceremony. We bring everyone up on stage and and recognize them, and we dive into a walk around tasting of the eighteen dishes, the two cocktails, and all the beautiful pairings. Yeah, so, yeah, um, and that's uh, and it is a reception style format with stations. We try not to oversell it and turn it into a cattle prod and keep it clean. And um, they're, they're, the dishes we challenge the chefs to do, the closest approximation to the dishes that you'd find in the restaurant. Yeah. So they're composed, they're scaled down slightly, but they're not like throwaway bites. They're Excellent. good reflections of what they do in the yeah. restaurant. Yeah. You know, Stephen, I realized I, uh, I, I cut you off a little bit. I want to delve more into, into the, the, the broad uh, variety of wine pairings that you've done, because I know it takes so much time to do this, and you get so invested. There's a, a little piece of yourself that kind of gets, uh, gets thrown out there. So you mentioned the sherry, and then and, and the cava is an interesting thing, right? Yeah, we're, yeah, we're pouring a, a cava. Um, I think, I mean, there's multiple cavas, but the one that we're pairing... Um, you know, during the tasting is this producer Gramona and, and excellent cavas. We have them at the restaurant and they are known for doing kind of an extended um, lees contact. And yeah. so they get this richness and it's uh, I'm really excited about that pairing. I think that's actually uh, that's going to be with uh, Michael over at uh, Olame. And I haven't had a chance to taste that dish yet. So I'm, I'm pretty psyched. Well, that that cava is one of my that producer Gramona is one of my one of my favorite cava producers because of that kind of rustic, funky, extended mm-hmm. lees aging yeah, quality. Exactly. Absolutely. What else? Uh, what else are you excited? How, what did you decide to go with with Kamuri? Kamuri? Oh, you know, I didn't I didn't jot that one down, but there's that's that, that one was kind of tough. I bounced around on that um, and I really wanted to end up with a white and you know, the more I looked into this dish because it's got it's got a meat base and it's got their brisket and it ended right, up being right. uh, being like a funky red. I don't remember off the top of my head which one. Okay, but uh, it was a blast and the you know the the variety of wines I'm I'm pretty excited about. Yeah, yeah. So we've got everything. We've got we've got sparkling wines. We've got uh, and we've got uh, the sherries. Yep. We've got reds and whites. Right. We got some Gruner. We have Riesling. We have off dry Riesling. We have uh, some Italian stuff. We have some funky stuff from the Loire Valley. Got some Beaujolais. It's what do you when when a wine has a little bit of it, does the Riesling have a little sweetness? I get asked all the time about the sweetness factor with Riesling. Does that how does mm-hmm. that play into your your pairing? I you know I love off dry Riesling. Um, you know we try to have them at the restaurant. The 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 one of the Rieslings we ended up with um, at the tasting has a bit of residual sugar, um, good acidity, but it's not it's not too sweet. Um, and those wines pair with. 
I mean, they're, you know, people talk about pairing them with Asian food, spicy food, and they work what? really well with that. But, um, you know, they, they work really well with a, ro- a wide array of foods. And off the top of my head, I can't remember what that, what that reasoning is going with. But. Yeah, sure. It's hard to, I mean, with so many dishes, it's, right. it's incredible. Um, well, I, I will say I'm not going to let you go before we, we talk about you just got back from Spain and Portugal, That's right? right yeah. So was mm-hmm. this uh, this was kind of on your mind during this time? You know, it, uh, yeah. Can you talk us <laughs> talk about the uh, the experience there? The experience was amazing. I mean, we you know we did northern Spain, Portugal, and Galicia, um, and most of the most of those places I hadn't visited. And the highlight was we got a tour of uh, you'll appreciate this of uh, Lopez Heredia. Oh wow! And it was you know it was an incredible tour. Anyone who made makes it to Rioja, you know, highly recommended. But yeah, the wines from that region were definitely on my mind when I was uh, working out the pairings. Right, absolutely. Any surpri- any surprises? Uh, I know you've got a whole page of notes there. <laughs> what uh, any any surprises or anything that you're personally most looking forward to? Well, you know, I haven't had um I'm I'm looking forward to all these honestly, but we did get um we got some uh so a bit of Lapierre, um, which one of my favorite, yeah. you know, Beaujolais producers, and we're pairing it up with um, a miso marinated Yu beef dish, and wow. it's, you know, it sounds like a very umami, savory dish, and. Right. You know, this is kind of a, a lighter style, food friendly wine with good acid, and you know, I, I think I'm particularly excited about about trying that out. Yeah, that's wonderful, and we should say that you know, and and big shout out to wines of wines from Spain. Uh, they've been good supporters, mm-hmm. and but but uh, you have been given kind of free reign to to pick mm-hmm. from from what you do at your restaurant, right? right? And 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 the wide breadth of wines from around the world. Exactly, and I tried to you know, I worked with the chefs obviously, but I wanted to bring something in the style of what we do at the restaurants. And so, you know, wines that we'd be, you know, happy to serve at the restaurants as well. And so it, you know, worked out really well. Well, that's that's uh, wonderful. Really looking forward to this event. Any any final notes, guys? Uh, Will you've got uh, you already have posted the uh, the the tour for 2018, right? Mm-hmm. Can you mm-hmm. give us a little preview of that? Oh, so our cities for next year we have Atlanta in Q1, Portland, Oregon in April, Chicago yeah. in June, and then we'll be in the DC. But we're now, I guess, the Chesapeake area. We do Maryland, Virginia, and DC. Wow! And uh, yeah, we're we're on average coming back to every city about th- every three years. But uh, we love Austin. The energy here is great, and uh, some of the industry communities uh, fake liking each other. But <laughs> I think I get the sense here that people actually in the industry really do like each other and and support each other. So that's a you know I was just having a thing. conversation with uh, with another sommelier in town, and and they were saying that as we grow, it's something that we have to consciously try to mm-hmm. do is stay unified as mm-hmm. an industry. And and I feel some people have, have feeling like we're we're getting a little um, outside of our ourselves yep. but but there's a real real interest in staying unified and right. and all friends and hanging out together and it's a great place to be absolutely yep. um any uh, so Stephen, I'll I'll just ask you know we've got a, a pretty busy time coming. We're in it uh, for the restaurant scene. Anything uh, anything going on at Bufalina? Uh, I mean, I know that the the Burnet Road location is just rocking and rolling, right? Yeah, no, it's um it's great. We're just trying to get through the rest of the year. This is <laughs> right. definitely kind of a reservation heavy, party heavy 
period. So, you know, just kind of blast on through and uh, look forward to getting into the next year. Absolutely. Okay. Well, guys, thank you so much for being on the show. Again, starchefs.com uh, for information on the, the publication Star Chef. So Will Blunt is managing editor and also for more information on the Rising, War, uh, Rising Stars Award, it's starchefs.com forward slash rising stars. And there's uh, tickets and more information there and of course Stephen and Bufalina on uh, on on Chavez and Burnett. Uh, your website is bufalina.com for folks who want more. Uh, it's bufalinapizza.com. Bufalinapizza.com. Yeah. Okay, guys, thank you so much for being here. Uh, Will, we look forward to staying in touch with uh, with Star Chefs and all that you guys are doing around the country. Thanks right. for having us. All right. Well, thank you so much for tuning in. This is another Bottle Down on Co-op Radio. My name is Mark Rayshap. You can get all information on Co-op Radio at koop.org. 